0: everybody it's your doc jeff booski creator and founder of limitless dentists where we have cracked the code to gamifying the system to unlocking power productivity and profitability all while building practices and lives that matter welcome to jump start with jeff today's topic is this hi this is dr bruce
1: baird and uh, we're back with podcast number 32 and and i'm joined again uh, with my partner dr jeff booski jeff uh it's glad beautiful. to have you here.
0: Thanks, man. I'm glad to be back. It's a, it's a beautiful day and just enjoying uh, having our conversations. And-
1: I am too. It's great. And I did say this is episode 32, didn't I? Okay, great. Um, you know, we, we talked last time about, you know, about kind of thought processes and some of the things that you were doing. Tell me a little bit more about this abundance, because I talk about it all the time, but I really like your, your take on it, this abundance mentality or the scarcity mentality. Sure. Kind of put your, your twist on that.
0: Absolutely. And, and really, this ties and can tie back into the, the, uh, the previous episode when we talked about pretender versus producer, right? Because scarcity really comes into the pretender mode, and abundance comes into our producer mode. So when we look at that from kind of the lens or the frame that we operate in on our daily basis, it's radically affected by those stories that we tell ourselves, right? And those are the principles that we hold to ourselves as true. So how do you, how do you Bruce, how do you define scarcity? Like what do you think of as scarcity?
1: Well, I, I go into it, it's a little bit different. I, I think of it as, as a lot of times perception and reality. You know, a lot of people who are in a scarcity mentality have a perception that they're there, that they, you know, I'm, I'm having trouble with my business, I'm having trouble with this, I'm having trouble with that. And so that actually frames their existence. They become, um, you know, in that scarcity mentality. Um, and so that's that's really where I look at it. It's, it's, uh, I think everybody at heart wants to be abundant. You yes. know and they want to share and they want to give to to people in their church and all those things but i think their perception of where they are sometimes is not true they perceive themselves to be in a situation where i can easily show you someone else who's in a lot worse situation yes. and, and so always it it comes down to me our perceptions are reality and so sometimes i have to examine my own reality what is my reality when i start feeling in that uh, scarcity mentality, which we all do, because we have it within us. But when I start thinking about it, I start thinking about what's really true. Yes. Gosh, what's really true is I could be, you know, I'm living I'm living the dream. So how how can I do that? But there's so many people that are supposedly living the dream that are killing themselves, that are, you know, we see it every day in the news. Somebody who like, you know, they got it all and yet they killed themselves. Their perception of where they was or where they was, where they were, is actually what their reality was, and uh, so I think it's always revisiting that perception. Yeah, and uh, so that that's what I look at. Somebody with a scarcity mentality has a lot of things going for them; they just haven't.
0: Uh,
1: they they've framed it so that they yeah. believe that, that they don't.
0: I, I agree yeah, exactly that they don't. And for me, it's it's that that frame or that thought process or the mindset of not enough, or, right. or, or life is is lacking, right. So when I operate, for me, if I'm operating as a pretender or or from a scarcity mode, then I'm operating and I'm actually, I'm condensing. So I'm becoming smaller in my life. So when we talked about before, like me, only seeing a certain number of small number of new patients before when I met you, right. I was totally in scarcity because I'm sitting there going, how the heck am I going to pay my bills? You know, it was, bills. it was also reality. It was <laughs> also reality. Yeah. And that was the perception, yeah. it was my reality. Yeah, it, was so it was reality. It was very right and very realistic to <laughs> be living in scarcity at that point. But let's also think about it from this perspective. So when you're operating that way and you start to think about it, if you're op- operating in a scarcity mentality, how do you think and how do you view things like CE and coaching and all those things? You yeah. view it as an expense,
1: That's as right.
0: opposed to being an investment in yourself and in your teams. Right. Right.
1: No, oh, no question.
0: So then you no take question. on the flip side of that and you go, well, okay. So what is abundance? So how do you how do you define abundance, Bruce?
1: I mean, for me, abundance is is a constant, never ending improvement. For me, I mean, I feel like uh, it's not financial. Uh, necessarily it's it's about my family it's about uh you know it's when things are uh you know when i'm when i'm looking at things as though i'm i'm full my my cup runneth over i couldn't uh i can't do i you know i i can't imagine anything being better and when i when i have that thought process and i give uh i give thanks to the right places yeah um then all of a sudden what i find is more good things happen and the, the more good things that are happening uh my perception of my reality, my perception becomes my reality and it just keeps getting better and better and better. So for me, that's just kind of my thought process. And, but I, I've been a person who, and I've told the listeners, you know, I've suffered from depression before. And, and, you know, when, when, when I've had, you know, depression, depressive episodes, uh, in the past, man, a good, a good, teacher uh you know counselor whatever you want to call it gave me a lot of tools to to say you know life is like a giant uh, which which i love telling the story and i don't think i've ever told it to, in, to any dentist but it's like a quilt you know you have all these patches and some of the patches are not that good right but you can look back on them and say at least i realized that wasn't good and then there's great patches and so My life is not defined by one patch. My life is defined by all those patches. So that's where I look at abundance. I'm just hopeful that when I look at that quilt at the end of my life, I can say, man, look at all those fantastic patches. I know I, I, you know, God doesn't just, you know, throw us, you know, you know, wonderful things every day. And it's not that he's thrown it to us. We go through life. We go through yeah. that that valley, and and when we're there, you know, yeah. How do I deal? How did I deal with it? How did I get out of that? And so that's how I look at it.
0: Well, so. and I think that's a, that's just an awesome way to look at it. I love the quilt, you know, and, and the thoughts of it because we'd be lying if we said that we did never live in scarcity. I mean, right? Because it, it's a reality still for all of us. And at some point, no matter what we're doing, whether we're starting a new business or we're we're trucking along in our practice or we're brand new in practice, as some of your you know your listeners may be. All those things, that mentality comes about. But the abundance where we're looking at it like there is enough and how we've operated in our practice sure. forever. Oh, yeah. So when you think of it that way, that allows us to really actually make moves that are bigger and that produce more. So for example, when you and I, we've never looked at it, like we've just said, okay, when this patient calls in, this one goes to Bruce, the next one goes to me. Yep. So if we're doing like big case dentistry, we are. <laughs> we've we've never operated it from the point of like, well, he got too many more. You know? Right. And, right. and that mindset has been like, you know, that's been probably one of the most amazing things about our ability to practice together and just realize that there is more than enough.
1: Yeah, And it allows is.
0: us to make those bigger moves where we can say, I am going to take and double down on my marketing. I'm going to take and double down on my ad spend. And now I'm going to blow this up. And we're going to have the opportunity to make those moves because we're making moves from a perspective of facts. And reality because we know our numbers. We're not living in fiction or fantasy going, well, it felt like we did pretty good. Right. You know? Right. (laughs) And and let's go ahead and do that. We track it and we look at it and then we make diagnostic like a surgeon, we diagnostically execute it at that elite level to where now we know our marketing is hitting the target. Right, but when we're living in scarcity, we pull back on what we pull back on our marketing, we pull back on the things that we know are going to get us to where we need to be. Right, because we just have this uneasiness about us.
1: You bet. It's you know it's frustrating as coach and as you know, and I've had a lot of coaches. I've had uh, uh, a lot of mentors, and I've had a lot of coaches. The difference to me as a mentor is somebody who I look up to, and I listen and read everything. A coach is somebody who. Has held me accountable for things, and uh, you know they're different. If, or who I pay? Yeah, or who I pay? Yeah, <laughs> and which that automatically makes me want to listen to them, you right. know, <laughs> and because uh, otherwise I'm just fooling myself. And and we've had people that have gone into coaching with Productive Dentist Academy that they go into coaching and they never intended to change. They just got hired us to take care of their team. Well. Truthfully, most of uh, production problems in a dental practice have nothing to do with the team. It has to do with the doctor, yes. and uh, not most. I would say ninety-nine point ninety-nine percent. So, uh, but I, I love uh, you know I love where you're going. I mean, I love what you're what you're talking about, because it it challenges all of us to do our very best. I, I use the term uncommon. I, you know, put forth uncommon effort, and you're going to be. You're going to be different than the others, uh, and I and I'm not trying to take other do- dentist patients. I'm not trying to no. do anything. Uh, I, I read a deal today, and this is a little bit off topic, but you know this. The, you know it's been we, The first one was in uh, what was it Reader's Digest uh, about uh, how dentists rip you off. Oh, now, I there've been, that, yeah. now there've <laughs> been a couple of new ones recently in the last months that talk about the dentist and they're ripping you off. To me, you know, yeah, that's just what happens. You're going to have people out there that say that. It gives us that are taking fantastic care of our patients and that are conscious, it gives us a heads up. I mean, we're, you know, it means that we can make even a bigger difference when somebody walks in and you're just unbelievably, you know, compassionate with them and you listen to them and you're empathetic and all of these things and we build it into our systems and we really care about it. All of a sudden, you know, they, our patients don't even think about those articles.
0: No. So let's think about this. Take, take what you just said, and you're talking about the importance of what? You're talking about the importance of people.
1: Oh, absolutely. So
0: now when we talk about the importance of people, that goes back to what we talked about before when we talk about principles, and those principles are what governs us, right? Mm-hmm. So when you think about one of those principles is things are assets or versus people are assets. Mm -hmm. And that also ties back into scarcity and abundance (laughs) and pretender versus producer. So if I'm a pretender and I'm operating in pretender mode, operating in scarcity, then I look at things as assets. Now, CPAs have trained us to look at things like hey, I've got my car paid off, I've got land paid off, or whatever it is, that's a check off in the asset column. So that's a thing, right? Right. And that's how we've just kind of been grown up looking at and And right. looking at that column over there going, hey, that's an asset, right? You bet. The problem is, is now that we think the things are the assets, and then the people are the resources to get the things. Yep. Do you see the dichotomy oh, I here do. where this is problematic? I do, <laughs> problematic?
1: I do. And those people aren't just patients. They're also employees. Our they're also members. our team members.
0: Absolutely. It's like,
1: you know, It's a lot of times, I mean, when, when we're not productive, when, when our product productivity in our office goes down, the thing that I always focus on is do I remember the names of my new patients I saw this week? Exactly. So it's about the people. It's not about it's not about the things we have. Um, and if I don't remember their names and I don't remember our stories and the linking we did and all those things, then you know what? I'm pretending. I, I'm just going through the motions. And and so I don't believe in slow months. I don't believe in slow years. What I believe is is constantly evaluating where we're at in our business. Uh, and I will have to say. I've learned in the last 10 years to do that in my personal life. I didn't, I was very poor at that. Uh, I have not yet Quite got it to my uh, to my physical being yet. Although I'm down about 25 pounds, and you look great, and I'm working good, but but I still want to get in better shape. I want to do these things, but I have to hold myself accountable for those. So, but well, you're exactly right. People versus things, and yeah. it's 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 so true.
0: So when when people are the assets, right there, and and the resources and the tools become the things that serve the people, and and that's something that we start to look at. So you know if you don't invest. Like in your team and in yourself, then you start to play smaller. You start to pull back, right? Play small
1: ball. That's it.
0: And and that's the that's the thing. So you know, I've got one question, like just a challenging thought for your listeners here today, and and that is, so I want to ask you. So where are you at currently in your life? Where are you treating people as the thing, and are actually devaluing them? Could that be, you know, you might, you're, you might consider your family, you might consider your team members, your employees, or you might even consider some of the patients that you treat of like, oh man, I got to go see this patient, when in reality, the people are providing the value
1: oh, no question. to allow
0: us to have the life that we want.
1: Isn't that true? And yeah, I can remember, well you know, I, I would joke about that. Uh, I don't even, I didn't even know my employees names for at least three <laughs> years, unless they were with me for that long. And, and I joke about it. And I, I even joked about it this last weekend in Chicago. I said, but you know what? I was so wrong. Uh, you know, I know, I know their, I know their kids' names. I know who they are. I know where they're from. I know, I know everything about them now because it's important to me because I realized it, 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 it's more to money. It's, there's more than money to this. There's more than all of that stuff. It's about, That abundant mentality, I want to know, I want to help. What we do doesn't just help us and our families, it helps our team, their families, our patients and their families. This goes through, this goes through, and and I know you're going to be starting up a new podcast here in a few weeks, Uh, and so uh, I know you guys are going to enjoy it because Jeff has got just an unbelievable perspective on things that uh, he has been on phd mode for the last four years learning but what i like more importantly is you've been sharing it with people all across the united states and and you you know you're becoming one of those leadership coaches that uh that i think you you really have aspired to be to work with people and that gives you uh that uh, again fosters that abundant mentality and really helps other dentists but also other non-dentists. I mean, yeah. uh, Jeff is Jeff's out there uh, doing all types of webinars and things all across the country for lots of folks that aren't dentists. So I appreciate yeah, no, all the work and, you're doing. And
0: thank you. And thank you for saying that. You know, it's it's one of those things. When you sit here and I think about it, and I think about what, you know, kind of what we were called for, I think, and I'm sure you might agree with this. I'd like to get your thoughts on there. But, you know, I, I love to teach. And like when we have docs that come in and spend a day with us and over the shoulder and are hanging out. Man, it's just like we're in a, it's like we're, we're in our just mode. in yeah. flow, right? Yeah, it's, and perfect. it's just like you get an opportunity to, to show them things, talk to them. Our, we've got the best patients because they're like, oh yeah, the docs can come in, they could watch, their team members can come in and watch. Right. And it just creates this such a fun atmosphere. And I mean, it's not like we're just going there doing buckle pits. I mean, we're in there doing some, some amazing cool things, yeah. you know, like reconstructing people, doing you know, implants, all kinds of amazing things. And at the same time, teaching and sharing, and it's, it's about what allows us to get some fulfillment. And I think a big part of that is is teaching.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. When we had the Life and Dentistry podcast, guys, Joe and and all you guys, man, we had so much fun. I mean, because it's just it's what we do, and and it's what we love doing. So Jeff, I I really uh, thank you for being on the podcast. Uh, for anybody who has any questions, for for uh, Jeff, you can run them through me, and I'll get all of his information out there. What did, Do you have a, 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 a email that you would like people to ask you a question? Or you should just a- send
0: them right to drjbuski at gmail right now. Okay. That's a perfect one. I'd, I'd love to hear from you, and if, if cool. there's any way that I can help you, I'd love to do that, too.
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, thanks, Jeff. Uh, thanks for we, having me. We knocked it out. Perfect. All right, buddy. Bye.